What is phase two? New day is done. The day of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Gathered from around the galaxy comes the world's greatest comic book fans all in one terrific podcast. It's the Power Cosmic Podcast. With your host with the most, the man who puts on Terrific Con, the world's greatest Comic Con every August at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut, Mitch Halleck. Joining Mitch each week will be an assembly of his terrific super friends. Join them as they talk about comic books, movies, and more. It's the Power Cosmic Podcast. Power Cosmic Podcast. It's back. Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con. Terrific Con returns to the Mohegan Sun this August 9th to the 11th. Join us where you see today's top comic book talent all under one giant roof. That's right, Terrificon is the show for you. If you want to see wrestlers, psychics, and snake charmers, then don't come to Terrificon because you won't see any of that there. This is 100% pure Comic-Con action as we show you today's top talent like Tom King, Tony Gates, Ryan Stegman, and so many more. Plus, Terrificon has built its reputation on the place where you get to meet the legends of comic book history. You'll meet Jim Steranko, Chris Claremont, J. Michael Straczynski, and Jim Starlin. Plus, making his final Comic-Con appearance, the one and only George Perez. And you'll also meet some stars from superhero movies, like the Batman series. You'll see Val Kilmer, Billy Dee Williams, Robert Wall, and from Torchwood, the one and only John Barryman, the Flash of John Wesley Shipp, and the first first Avenger himself, Red Brown, plus voiceover actors and more. That's all at Terrificon, Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con, August 9th to the 11th at the Mohegan Sun Expo Center in Uncasville, Connecticut. See more on our website, Terrificon.com. My hometown here. That's all, folks. It says Burgeritaville. We're back. It does. It says Burgeritaville. Same problem you had the last yeah, time. Yeah, last time. It's uh, free comic book day. It's May the 4th be with you. So for all of our Star Wars uh, religious people, God bless your Yoda. I don't know. What do you say? Like, happy Yoda? Happy Yoda. Happy Yoda, Yoda day. Happy and, 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 and pay respects to poor Peter Mayhew. Who passed uh, yes. away at 74, Chewbacca. Maybe I was surprised him about how much that affected people. Yeah, it's a big outpouring in social media. I mean, R2 died. It wasn't that big a deal. It was like, eh, okay, Kenny Baker. But Jesus, I've seen nothing but tweets and posts and photos. And he was a big deal. Oh, yeah. I literally, not to pun him, but, you know. I mean, I'm not going to take away from the uh, what the droids added to Star Wars, but... Chewbacca was a major player. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's true. I believe for me, he was like my second or third favorite. That's what character. I said. Next to Han Solo, I liked him and Chewie. They were my favorites. You and know? That, that movie was a generational change for a lot of people. Oh yeah. So. And before we forget, if anyone's listening to this and you don't have the great audible skills to know who it is, it's me, Mitch Halleck, King of the Nerds, Scott Martin, all hey. the way up from Pennsylvania here for Free Comic Day, and Chris. And I always say Katuda. Katuda. It doesn't. Am I right? 
Or is it, you're not right, but you're it's right. Right. It's it's very it's consistently it's with... Q, Q, how do you say? C-U-I-W-K in Italian. Katita. Yeah, it says Katita, so it's all right. So there's called Chris Cunt. he's driving right now. So whatever you want to be called, you can be called, because we don't want to die! So we just we, we just finished Free Comic Day. We're racing over to another comic shop that's always closed. Always closed. When Scott gets here, so it's just right that we see Richie. And then uh, probably see Bob and then head back. See, they're all local. They're all, there's probably that other one when who said Southbury or Woodbury. That's probably in between here, but I'm like, it's small. It's I'm not, very I'm small. I'm not going over there. Yeah, it's very small. It wouldn't really be worth the stop. The cave was cool. We were there for hours. Yeah, great, great event today. And the weather held out. out. The fans yeah. came out. Great, that's great host. Yeah. But we can finally talk about the end game since it's been seen by anybody who's really into comics probably saw it. Even my wife saw it. So anyway, what do you want to call out first? Inconsistencies? But what happened to who? Okay, why wasn't Bucky picked to be ca- the new Captain America? I know, I kind of know why, but why do you think Scott? I, I don't know why. That's a question I've been asking. You don't know why? I don't know. Oh, Chris, why don't you think the cat picked Bucky? Well, there's the comic book reason why. No, I'm talking just keep it in the movies. But uh, keep it in the movies. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I think because um, if you look at it, because of his yeah, I was just going to say the word baggage. If you look at Sam Wilson in the movies, Sam Wilson follows Cap. He's, yeah. he's a clone of Steve Rogers. He's the nice guy. He's the he's a soldier. He yeah. represents everything that's good in people. And he's an obvious choice. And Bucky's a and psychopath with yeah. a machine gun that, uh, if you say the right words, literally, he can go nuts again. And right. like he, Bucky himself said in a couple movies ago, you know, when Steve said, you, you know, was hiding, doing wasn't all this you. stuff, he goes, but I still did it. Yeah. So, so pretty much that's why he's not Cap. Yeah. Even though people want to do in the comics, the comics and movies are two different worlds. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't reading at the time, but didn't Bucky Winter Soldier become Captain America? He did, yeah, after Cap died. He took up Captain America's uh, shield for a while. Okay. For a while, not permanently. But then, but then so did the Falcon. Yes. came back and then the Falcon. And then the Falcon took it over. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in the, in the movies, it, Sam Wilson is, a, is an obvious, is a clear and, and the other thing is, too, when Captain America does go back, I think Bucky knows all along because they have a really long goodbye. It's yeah. like, I'm going to be back in five seconds. I'm going to miss you, Buck. Take care. Take the stupid with you. I go, hey, dude, he's only going away for five seconds. I go, no. I think he told him off camera, I'm not coming back. Yeah, I'm, go, I'm going to go have a life. Yeah, I would go with that, too. Yeah, because Bucky was not surprised when say? the old Cap was there. And he even said to Sam, go talk to him, because I think he knew all along that was in the cards. Or it could be the fact that um, he, in the movies, he knew Steve well enough since childhood. He, he knew that he would do that. Yeah. Maybe he just knew. And the other thing goes, by creating that other timeline, did he create another timeline? An alternate future, then why did he show up in that reality by going back in time and spending with Peggy? Did it splinter off, or was he always cap in two places? Because you could be in two places at once, because they showed that. That he, there was no weird time thing where you couldn't be meet yourself because he fought himself. So, do you think Captain America was there in the shadows the entire timeline that's with a great, those guys? That's a great question. I don't know if he was in the shadows the entire time, or was he, was he active? Was he out fighting crime? He, he could have as Nomad, or another character, maybe. Because he knows everything that's gonna going happen. to happen. Like, the, the Hydra thing, and Bucky killing uh, Howard Stark, and Thanos. He knows all that stuff, but he doesn't... Stop it. It's a, well, it's but a could he, though? Didn't they say something like, just because you can change things, it doesn't mean you, you can should. go... Or, or, or do you have the ability to do it? 
I don't know if they, that was this because you know. Wasn't that part of the conversation with uh, the Ancient One and the Hulk? Yeah, she's like, if you take this stone out, it creates a divergent timeline. He goes, no, we're going to bring him back just before we took him, so nothing changes, so everything will be the same. Well, what, which one did Cap bring back last then? Yeah, I, I thought about that after the movie. Like the, when, you, when everything settled he, down, which ones did he... He must have brought back the, uh, the Tesseract, no? No. Well, he goes back into the time he stole them, right? Right. So he goes back to New York, brings back the scepter, the cube, and the, the time stone to the ancient one, goes back to Morad, brings back the power stone, and somehow gets a spaceship and gets to the soul stone to give that one back to the red skull. And what was the only one left then? Power, time, time soul, um, reality. Reality. He had to go back to Asgard somehow and give Thor his hammer back. That's why he left with the hammer. Right. And he had to put this stuff back into Natalie Portman, which must have been a bizarre scene. <laughs> so, so there you go. So, And he had one extra pin particle that he took when they went back to 1970. He reached over. He took four of them. One for him and Stark to go back. I don't think he needed to give one to Ant-Man because Ant-Man didn't go back with them. That's right. And the Hulk was still there, so he didn't need one. So he actually had two left. So did you need two, one to go and one to come back? Or just one would one yeah, particle would be enough? You're making my head It must have been back. one particle because Thanos used it to come back. Well, yeah, Thanos stole it from Nebula. Yeah. But then how the hell did Nebula get back? Did she? Yeah, she came back with all the other Avengers. Yep. So, how? Uh, a lot of debatable topics there. Anyway, so do you think Captain America's married Peggy and she just kept her mouth shut and he wore a disguise for 70 years? And That's where, I, that's where part of me wants to say there's got to be an alternate reality thing or something. Like a what if? Kind of like the what if. Like the reality we just saw was there. And then she had kids be... too, didn't she? She had when she was on her deathbed. There was photos that could have been oh, her niece and nephew. Like, or yeah, they could have been, been Sharon Carter for all we know. Because her niece. Were they the sons and daughters of Captain America? Which was a whole other story. Which could raise a lot of questions with the super soldier serum. <laughs> now, do you think they're gonna follow these up in other movies, or they're not really? They're no, just gonna I, I think it's close the books. Yeah, I think they close them. Unless they got really desperate. And they needed to make money. And they go, yeah, let's make a sequel. We'll get another guy to play Captain America. He could be that 50s Captain America, the crazy <laughs> one. Yeah, they, well, they could have commies. planted enough seeds to create new things from the seeds that they just planted. Like, I think they closed the door and everything we've seen. But So Thor goes off with the Guardians to be in those movies, which yeah. is fine. It's sure. funny. Makes sense. Yeah, because he's a space guy. And Falcon does his own adventures, I guess, now. Because aren't Falcon and Bucky supposed yeah, to have a TV own show? Series? Yeah, and Loki's going to have his Loki, own. And so Scarlet Witch and the Vision. And the tricky for, one is is uh, the Black Widow. She's supposed to have a movie next year, but yeah. obviously it's a prequel. <laughs> she doesn't show up with no name because Cap threw the Soul Stone back, and suddenly she got her life back. And I like to believe, or did she? I, I would like to believe she can't carry a movie by herself. That there's got to be somebody else. I don't think so. Oh, she would need a definitely a supporting hero. Or you would need Hawkeye, or, really. Or did you guys? What did you guys think of the women 
that scene oh, that in scene? Avengers. Like, that reminded me of Avengers 83, the, the, the Blade, Blade Liberators. Liberators. Yeah, 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 I thought that too for a moment. Didn't they do a book like this? Was Valkyrie in that one? Yes. Yeah. So, Medusa. Was Wasp in it? Wasp was in it, yeah. Black Widow. Scarlet Witch? Yep. Oh, so they really had everybody that was on the screen except for... Captain Marvel because she wasn't a woman yeah, back in right. the early 90s but at the time of they, course they didn't have uh, Shuri I thought I, yeah Shuri wasn't yeah. a thing I thought Captain Marvel was actually going to have a bigger role in this movie I, yeah, I, I was surprised I, how little she used that. I was surprised she didn't show up as much as I've heard uh, that from a lot of people yeah the way they built it up like she's going to be the Thanos killer not really I mean she took out his ship she almost reminded me of the part that Spider-Man played in Civil War it was enough to get him in the movie and, and say that's about it. here's yeah. the new Spider-Man and then it's like Here's Captain Marvel, and off you go, and then she'll start her own. Well, she was going toe-to-toe with him. I mean, he had butted her, and she didn't blink. And she, he had a grab, that, which was a cool scene. He popped the Power Stone out real quick and punched her right in the face with it and sent her flying. Yeah, that was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then she was out for the count, really. Now, I don't, obviously, I don't follow the Captain Marvel comics. Yeah. And I really haven't read anything with Carol Anderson's her Miss Marvel series. Yeah, yeah. But is she that powerful in the comics these days that she could land a spaceship? You know what? I don't know. I don't really I, read I mean, that they character. they really portrayed her like she was like Superman. It kills or me. Supergirl, it kills me because I was reading that astonishing Spider-Man book when they brought it back because it was like the new What If. Right. And I remember buying the first couple issues, and I do remember walking into the store, and there was, and I said, "Who's that?" And the guy at the store said, "Oh, that's the new Captain Marvel." And I go, "What happened to Ms. Marvel?" He goes, "No, no, no, no. She's Captain Marvel." And it was issue nine, and I put it back. Because I said, I have no interest in reading this. And what happened? That book is about $300 or more right now. And I'm like, oh, I went and looked through all my books to see if I had it. And you can see I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And no, I have 11. I pick up on issue 11. Because I skipped 9 and 10 because it was a two-parter. And it was the She-Hulk was the second. And I'm like, I don't care about the storyline. And I didn't buy it. But now... That Thor picks, uh, Captain America picks up Thor's hammer book, $50 book. Doesn't really need to be one. That's crazy. I'll give you two bucks for it, three bucks. It's Although, good... when I, I don't know about you guys, when that, when that scene showed up on film, I saw they show the hammer first before they show it moved, Cap. yeah. And then I, I just got like this chill. I knew, you knew yeah. it was coming. You knew it was coming? Yeah. I was surprised. I mean, I was in the theater. I had no idea that was happening. Everyone was clapping and screaming so much. Oh, I was absolutely. like, but I was surprised he could control the lightning, too. One thing picking it up, but the next thing, psh, lightning hey, bolts fly out. It's the power of Thor, right? right? If you, yeah, if you, yeah. you possess the power of Thor. I mean, my, my wife looked at me. She was that better be sweat rolling down your cheek. <laughs> but obviously, it was tears because I was just so tears of joy. I was overjoyed at that scene. I couldn't. I couldn't believe I was seeing that on the screen. No, no. I yeah, mean, he got a couple good punches in. I was kind of sad how quickly the uh, vibranium got ripped to shreds oh, by Thanos. Yeah, what the yeah. hell did Thanos have in that axe sword thing he had? More than vibranium. Right? Must have <laughs> been adamantium. Plus, yeah. Is it adamantium rip uh, Cap Shield apart in the comics or no? No, it's a no, combination it's of a adamantium got, like, and vibranium. Got, yeah, he's got like a combo. That was a crazy ass scene. That whole, ba- I said it's like a roller coaster. Somebody asked me what the movie's like. I said, you know when you go on a roller coaster, you sit down, and you know what you're going to get, and then you slowly start going up that hill, and it's like chink, 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 and then when you hit the peak, it's non-stop. And that's kind of what happened in this movie. It's like, oh, wow, they killed Thanos in 10 minutes. And you're like, now what? And it was really talky yeah, for talky. about almost 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, wow, this movie's really in trouble if they're going to just do this. Right. And then even when they went back in time, I was like, eh, it's all right. It's a little goofy. 
hopefully they're not going for the comedy angle. And then when they show up and they do this new snap, from then on, it's it doesn't yeah, stop. Right. It's like... I think it was great. I mean, like, when they yeah. showed up, go back to, like, the 70s. 2012, the Avengers, and oh, the yeah, Hulk yeah. is going, that, you know, he's like, that was me. He's like, and he just did it for, he's yeah, like, yeah, I'll just yeah. do it. He's just allowed to tear off the shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just like, he's embarrassed to be there. <laughs> but, yeah, I was in a, um, I was an emotional wreck, like roller coaster. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. The whole movie, I mean, from the beginning when Tony and Steve cut, you know, saw each other again for the first time, and Tony called them out and said, "I, were you weren't there when I needed you." Yeah, me. that was a good. I one. mean, I, and I the effects they out. used on Downey to make him look all thin, like had an eaten in 30 days or whatever, that was pretty sketchy when he fell down. I was like, "Ooh, give that guy a sandwich." Looks like young calf yeah. there. <laughs> I, I just felt like emotional, like uh, you know, when, when he saw his father. Oh yeah, that was you know, a good scene. Though I did, I did say I didn't think the makeup effect was that great on the dad because it looked kind of like cheesy. Yeah, it, it did. I did. Yeah, really I thick, like the wig. Something didn't look yeah, right. I go. Michael What's Douglas going on? Michael yeah. Douglas looked kind of crazy, though. He, he looked like Streets he of San Francisco. Like Rock at crazy. Yeah, but. Uh, and then they even had Jarvis from the Peggy Carter that show, was, was which cool. if you didn't watch the show, you didn't know yep. what the hell. I go, that no, that's the guy. Cool. That that's the guy. Cool. Why he doesn't look like Dominic Cooper, the other guy, but that's fine. We'll like, we'll go with that. And there were just so many comic book references in the movie that you just smiled at. Just There's so many layers of books. Like some of those characters I never really watched, uh, like Captain Marvel. Now that I saw the movie, I went back and looked at it. There's subtle... Like, if you know that character, like the the Black Panther, I didn't know a lot about his character, and then I went back and read some of his stuff. They do layer on multiple uh, plot lines and storylines and that stuff, you know? It's amazing that these these, these producers, these Russo brothers, uh, uh, they really get it. Like, yeah. They, they, uh, like, they'll so mention funny. the Thor Frog story. They throw it out there. Like They're like, oh, yeah, we read that story. Don't think we haven't forgotten. It's like, oh, it was one time Loki turned me into a frog or whatever. <laughs> Oh, that was a great practical joke, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but because the, 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 the general audience isn't going to know. I mean, they make this stuff for fans. And someone described this movie as, as fan service. They goes, you're not watching a movie. You're just watching two or three hours of just, we'll just throw things out for the fans. People I go, yeah, okay, I'm all right with that. Sorry yeah. for this. Sure. Oh, Sorry. Like, what are we doing? Oh. Chris is just taking a quick shortcut here. Because we realize we have to get off to the Bank Street or whatever. Well, I, this is. I, I Washington. Didn't the next one or this one. Is. No, it's Washington, and then you yeah. go into the highway. You can, you can go in two or three ways, and this is probably the most direct. He just wanted to go on two wheels. I, yeah, I thought he was born and raised in Massachusetts, where he drives. Oh. I've, I've driven a lot in Massachusetts. But anyway, so yeah, they do have a lot of references in these movies if you watch them. But. Did the Kree Empire show up or Captain Marvel? That big battle sequence, they started showing everybody. The Asgardians were there, yeah. but it was the Asgardians from that local fishing village. Right. What was left yes. of them. Yeah, what was left of them. And then the Wakandans were there. The Asgardians were there. <laughs> Howard the Duck was there. I don't know where he came from. But the, the Defenders weren't there, though. No. Yeah, that would have been like, why not to show a quick shot of those right, guys from exactly. the TV show? Ten seconds. No cloak and dagger. No cloak and dagger, no shields. I know a lot of them. Yeah, no shield. I thought Coulson was going to show up. I thought up. the helicarrier would show up at the end. Right. Because they have one that they use yeah. in Ultra, Ultron. What do they do? Right. Hide it? And maybe it was still being repaired after that movie. I really thought Coulson was going to pop up at the I end. When she brought everybody, when he brought everybody back, because he always felt guilty that Coulson died, I thought, right. boom, he's yeah. going to be there. But you can't bring everybody back, I guess. And how it works, I don't know either. Like, do you just think about it real hard, or... You have to say And is it these two fingers when you snap? Which snap? Because I noticed when they snapped, it was like they did like the middle finger. Who knows? The, the, the science is not to be meant to. 
pick apart. But what about these new movies coming out? What about the Eternals? What do you know about the Eternals? I, I know. I, I have I the know whole series, and I thought it, it you was, have the whole series. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Well, it's not a bad series. Because what? Because back, back then I collected everything that came off the shelf. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. How many but, did you run? Uh, like thirteen issues? Twenty-one. Did you run that long? Twenty-one. It couldn't have been more than twenty-one. Yeah. Oh no. It was a very short run. All I remember is getting the Machine Man one. He was introduced in that book, I think. The Machine no. Man, yep, and Eternals number eight. Yeah. No, we actually, no, no it wasn't Space Eternals. Odyssey. It was, t- it was 2001. Oh, it was 2001 number eight? Yep. But you know what? They all look alike because it was, it was the end of Jack Kirby's, um, you know. I just picked up Logan's run one uh, week or so ago. It was 10 bucks. And right. the only reason Great I picked Perez up cover. Perez cover Perez on cover. it, yeah. And uh, inked by Milgram, too. That was the cover. Oh, it Milgram right, yeah. Perez. But uh, that's it. Yeah, the Eternals, I... Um, I'm familiar with them, but I don't like that. That was I didn't like that. Book. Wait a minute. So go back. So Kirby did 2001. That's where Machine Man shows up. Yes, yes. he's called Mr. Number Machine. Eight. Yeah, he's Mr. Oh, Machine. that's right. He's Mr. Yeah. Machine. I'm Aaron, like, I don't remember Mr. Machine. Aaron Stark. Stack. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's it? But the Hulk is in a. Um, he's in a couple of Eternals. Yeah, he's. But it's he's not the Hulk though. He's it's the, not the Hulk. Who is it? Robot Hulk. It's like a cosmic. Oh. But weren't they, like, descendants from, like, some type of space race, or am I thinking well, of... do you remember the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yeah. The first one, and they were talking about the stones, and they did, they showed a celestial. Yeah, they showed the celestials, yeah. So that's, that's yeah, they, they're they tied to that. They're descendants of... Wasn't one of the characters named Cersei, the girl? Yep. Yeah, the witch. Yeah, the witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that's no, the one Angelique Jolie's supposed to be playing? Apparently. Oh, jeez. I didn't know I they didn't even know. cast they it yet, yeah. but they I were, I think like, they yeah, just so. cast the lead. What's his name? But is that a futuristic story, or are they like an offshoot, like the Inhumans? They're, they're, the, I guess the best way to describe it is like New Gods Light. Oh, yes. is it? They live amongst us on, on, on Did Earth. Kirby write it as well as draw yes. it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that <laughs> tells you a lot right there. And how did it wrap up after 21? Was it abruptly canceled, or did it have a story canceled? Was, yeah, oh, there was, was no, like, no. okay. It had no then it, I think uh, it got picked up in Thor by uh, Roy Thomas. Oh, over, did he? He took over the characters in Thor, yeah. Yep. Oh, and then did, did they die off? I haven't seen the Eternals in books in years. Uh, actually, that was a good run when um, Thor, right up to Thor 300, where um, some of the Celestials, I mean, some of the Eternals show up, and then uh, when you get to 300, you get the Celestials involved. Right. And, mm-hmm. and um, that was a great storyline, but uh, boy, they, they don't do much for me after But that. were they on the Earth all along? Were they like the Inhumans? You know, yeah, were they in space? Say, yes, they, lived, they, they lived in, they, what was it, Olympia? Olympia? Yeah, everything was a sh- uh, everything. Every all the names were knockoffs of Greek and Roman. Yes. Mythology. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, like Icarus was spelled slightly differently. Right. Cersei and stuff like yeah. that. Was I have Zeus vague recollections of it. I just remember yeah, Cersei. She had like I always thought she looked like Lady Sif. Yeah. So like yeah. a green and white outfit as opposed to red and white. And then she she popped. She was an Avenger for a while. Yeah. I, oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. I remember. And who was the guy? Icarus. Icarus, blonde. Blonde guy, blue, blue and red costume. Yeah. yeah. I don't really remember much. Macri, who was the Mercury Did they ever collect off. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was collected in two trade paperbacks. Oh, I bet they're going up. I mean, there were great Kirby designs. The stuff that yeah, all this seen. stuff is great designs, but, but the but follow the through story. is always weak. It's like <laughs> the stories were terrible. same thing with Mister Miracle. I went back and got all those Kirby trades, and I'm like, you know what? These are good premises. The designs of the characters are okay, but the stories are just weak. He needed, you know? he needed he somebody needed else to tell a story. He needed yeah. somebody else to do it. Yeah. He's great with his plots, but he needed a writer. Yeah. And, and there was a time I think I might have thought when I was younger when the Eternals run in the 2001 Space Odyssey were almost the same thing because they look they look so much like yeah. each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was confused. Like, wait, wasn't that when you go? Yeah. No, that's the other book. I'm like, so it, it was. Yeah. 
What now? The other movies that come out, Shang. I say Shang Chi. What do you say, Shang Chi? I asked somebody that worked a week ago. Literally, do you pronounce it Chi or Chai? And what they say, Chi? Nobody gave me an answer. Chai. I've heard saying Chai, but I'm like, I think I I've always said Chai, but I believe it is actually Chi. So I think it's, it's I think it's chi. Chinese, chi. Chinese word. I think so. Yeah, chi is, yes. Yeah, I, right. so. I think that's how it goes. It's like but growing up, is it the submariner or is there a submariner? Submariner. <laughs> I always said submariner. But then it is a submarine. But anyway, as far as that movie goes, do you think it's going to be much like Iron Fist or a better story? Because the whole storyline with him, I don't think they would touch now because it's all Fu Manchu. I read about and all that, that stuff. They, some they copyrights they can't about touch on. Yeah, because yeah, they don't own that. That's yeah, how exactly. that came about. They own, they got, it was a Lester Dent, they got the rights of the Fu Manchu character. And Roy Thomas yeah. talked about it because Roy wrote the story. And that's right. and that's how they did the backstory of Fu Manchu. He was the son of And they also have to watch out for, the, you know, the, the politically correct way. Yeah, oh, know, yeah, the, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, the, the, I'm assuming they would have him as an Asian character. And the thing with Iron Fist, too, the comparison is, like, he, Iron Fist has at least a superpower. Yeah, he's got the yeah. Just a ordinary yeah. guy. So, I mean, oh, he I doesn't have any a, super kung fu powers? Or no, no, he's just a normal martial artist. Oh. Thomas. The best there is, but... Uh, and the red and white. Or red but, and uh, yellow. Yeah, it's a good... I, I mean, I, I, unless it's, like, in the veins of the Black Panther, where it's there's a big backdrop I had no idea that Black Panther had uh, enhanced powers until the movie I so thought he was just an, I just thought he was an acrobatic you know guy I didn't either same with me. I didn't know anything about the uh, what was the purple rock thing the plant it was the, yeah what was it called lotus plant? I forgot the name no but it was some meteorite vibranium yeah. I didn't know that's what was under and then somebody was at the comic shop and corrected me they educated me they go oh no that's always been in there I go I didn't know but I guess you had to go read was it the Roy Thomas run or the um, Don McGregor run where they incorporated that? I don't recall. That was the thing? I, I almost I want to say it was the Don McGregor run. I don't, right. I don't either. We're about to go into a real rough section, a.k.a. Richie's Comic Cabana, located on 96 Store Avenue in Waterbury. And that's why we brought... We're the, an interesting section of Waterbury. We are an interesting section. All right. Yes, there is. All right, we're going to sign off, and we're going to be back in a bit. We're going to get comics. Maybe. Maybe. I think this is the... Uh, Richie's Comic Cabana in downtown Waterbury. And what did you pick up today, Chris? Well, let's see. Thanks to somebody's tip, I got a Camelot 3000 number one. I, just on the way out the door, we're standing there. They go, oh, here's Camelot. And he goes, number one, there it's right here. What was it, like a dollar? It was It was $2. It was Green much. dot, $2. Yeah. I also got a nice, a very nice Tales of Suspense uh, number 61. Are you closing on that collection now? Are you, um... I've got a bunch. I just saw. I got like the early, you know, the early Captain America, Iron Man. But you're not following it once it switched. No, that book doesn't switch over. No, Iron Man and Cap. I'm thinking they get their own. Yeah, yeah, they get their own books. They get their own books. But I I have, I have a, I have a good amount of them. I just like their very early ones, first appearances of characters and storylines. Red Skull and all that. Yep. The the Iron Man stories are kind of weak when he had his own book when it started off. Yeah. They, you know, the first twenty issues or so, I'm gonna say, aren't the best. No. no, but then the Mandarin. This was an early appearance of the Mandarin too. Oh, I just picked that up. I picked up the second appearance where he's blasting him in the face with like a beam or something. Yes, that's the second appearance. But and then, then I got that, um, that run has the first appearance of Hawkeye and Black Widow and all those. Yeah, that run. There, right? So yeah, there's some great early stuff there, and I also um, got some um, Hey Kids comics. 
Oh, yeah, the Howard Chaykin books. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. I got one through four. It's five. You see that fifth issue. That's a fun series. If you know all of your comic history, you'll read it and you go, that's this story. That's that. That's this guy. I'm looking forward to it. Guy being held out the window for a paycheck, which I've heard three stories (laughs) from. I heard that story was with Steranko. Then I heard it was with... um, uh, uh, Vinnie Coletta and another one I've heard that they held the guy out the window for the money. It's a good story. Oh yeah, it absolutely is. Just don't know. You have heard it like with three different professionals. And of course, Scott's here with his fun and games issue one. Come on now. I don't even know how. First off, how's that book still relevant? Second off, how do you know the kid didn't do all the puzzles inside? Yeah, I, I guess I should have checked. I was just thinking that now. It's one of those puzzle books that came out that, in the late 70s. I would hope that they were. He wouldn't have had it for about $10. But I did get it for free, so that's okay. Oh, he gave it to you for free? Well, yeah, it was buy one, get one free. Oh, well, technically, yeah. Oh, that was the second? Off. Okay. That was my second book. And awesome. you got that FF with the Sandman on the I'm cover. 61. Which is a great cover when the Sandman started wearing a costume for a while. Right, that's the first time he wore that costume. Yeah, I other like, than the green the shirt. I, I actually like that costume. Well, didn't he have a costume when he was with the Frightful Four in the beginning? It was a purple thing? Was, no, he wore the same costume he wore Spider-Man. It was yeah. purple instead of green. Which I thought was just the only costume he had because it was bonded to him. Because when he got zapped right. into the think? Sandman, I thought, oh, maybe that's why he's always in that striped shirt. Because that's part of his m- molecular sand makeup or whatever. But apparently not because he got that weird headband, too. Right, but I, I, it's been years since I've read it. But I don't think the costume actually turns to sand like his shirt and pants used to. It's oh just, really? So yeah, it's just like a it's weird like a torso. Shell. It's oh, like a shell, yeah. I don't remember that. I think is that Medusa wasn't there, or did he replace Medusa? No, Medusa. No, they were on the team together. Yeah, Medusa and him. they were on. They were the first together. F Frightful Four. Yeah, uh, but in that version, you have the second go around. Was she still part of it? Mm, no, because she was a good person no, by then. I think they broke up after that. Oh, so it's not that's not a Frightful Four appearance. No, that's just it's strictly Sandman versus. Oh, Sandman. all right. Because I was gonna say, I know the Wizard came back. Wasn't Thundra part of them at one point? Right, Thundra. She was initially, yeah. Yeah. I mean, before she went the, good. To yeah, that was a Roy it. Thomas thing. Yeah. So is that a Frightful Four story? There's Holy Land up there, by the way, Scott. Oh, See so that cross? That's a big cross. Yeah, and they. Um, that, that's it's a reopening. Yeah, I heard they put a lot of money into re. That's the amusement. Pretty much, it's not really like a Disneyland, but you drive through it, and it's got statues and scenes from the Bible everywhere. Yeah. When I was yeah. little, my parents. Yeah, used we to went take to Holy Land. Drive through Holy Land. Yep. Yeah. It was. It's kind of bizarre now thinking about it, but that is what it is. They, the city's put a lot of money into repairing that. It's, really? Yeah. I actually. Holy Land. Yeah. Guy's sign says, "I need money to give my children pizza." Well, there's always that. He really says that? Yes. Yeah. At least he's being well, honest. Well, I see some guys like, look, I'll be honest, I just want the money fun. for pot. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, for the kids. Right there. There's the man. Pizza for the kids and whatever he needs for himself. No, so Richie's was a comic book shop. Yeah, absolutely. A shop. I mean, I, that's all you got is comics. Yeah, no, very little know. toys in the back. He has them, but, you know, I think somebody's just changing a tire. He actually used to have a lot more of the toys. Oh, you did? In that back room? Yeah, he used to have a lot more action figures. Yeah. But you can't beat that buy one, get one free. No, not at all. I mean, even if you paid full price for the comics, the prices weren't that bad at all. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, if you can get the two of kind of close to equal value, pretty good deal. I've always heard, like, legendary stories, like, in the Midwest, comics are cheaper. And I'm always like, do I go out to the Midwest? Do I find them? See, I would think that the exact opposite would be true, because... They're scarcer? I think they'd be scarcer. I always wondered how the books made their way to the West Coast. Because I always think of comics as, like, a Northeast thing. Like oh, the yeah, printers were distributors. Yeah, but I mean, by the time 
you got like a Fantastic Four Spider-Man was as big out in the West Coast as it was in the East Coast. Mm, that's a good Because they printed them out here. Right. And they distributed them across the country. Like when toys come in, I always remember that the boats would be unloaded from China on the West Coast. Mm. And they'd slowly trickle across the, to the East Coast. So we were kind of like the last people to get them because I had like Star Wars toys when I was collecting those. I would see people like, oh, the Star Wars toys have hit. And then you'd watch it hit like Ohio. And then it would finally show up in New York and New Jersey and Connecticut like a month or so afterwards, you know, once the trucks got through. And then the kids were stealing them out the back. Oh, absolutely. The clerks like, oh, where's this rear action figure? Oh, that, that, that never saw the light of day. What are you, crazy? The kid making $4 an hour took it out of the box and flipped it out back for $20, you know, which is what anybody would do, right? Hi. Not you. <laughs> Yeah, and again, getting back to the West Coast and West distribution. Yeah. And I'm sure titles out that way were, there were popular titles that we didn't consider popular titles out here. Possibly. Like, yeah. you know, out here we all love, well, not we all, but Amazing Spider-Man was always popular on Caddy yep. X-Men. Yep, yep, yep. But I'm sure out there, something else. What about, um, you picked up those, we were just talking about Shang-Chi. You trying to get that whole run? Yep. Why it's cheap? Yeah, well, uh, and, not because, and I'm not trying to get it because it's going to value. It's the opposite. It's I'm trying to get it before it goes up in value. And then you're going to get I'll get priced out of being able to collect it because I have probably more than half of them already just because really? I'm a collector. I, I enjoyed those stories when I was young. I used to, I got a couple. Mike Zek started on those. Paul Galassi, yep. yep. who's coming to the show yeah. this year. Mike yeah, Zek. Gene Day. Gene Day, who dies some very young. Great artwork. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Great yeah. artwork. And I and when they were when I was younger, I I grew up with those books back in the 70s. Oh, so yeah? I, so I, I had a lot of them. I just never got. Did you, know, you ever get the gaps. king size specials and yep. stuff? I, I remember those. Have, like three of the giant size. I used to get the treasure. Yeah, the very the, large. Then they met Spider Man in one of them. I remember yep. it was like a double size issue two. Yeah, Spider Man team up There's or something. Giant king size, size team up. Giant yeah, yeah. Size with the giant size with the two of them. So yeah, and I'm just like I'm kind of afraid that uh, when if a movie does come out, I'll be priced out of ever finishing the run. So I'm trying to finish it before that happens. Because now with this, this speculator thing, it, it, it hurts. There's websites that just have, like, book, which books to go buy yes. if you're going to buy and flip them. And, I mean, and, and guys like us, we yeah. actually collect them because we, like, enjoy, enjoy them. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, and this speculation thing kind of puts a, a cramp on that. It's, like, what, yeah, I'm going to speak when you buy back issues, how much do you haggle with a guy? Uh, like, it depends if I, well, like Richie, I, yeah. you know, I will just say... Can you, you know, can you do me any better than the price on it, you know, than what the sticker is? Yeah. And, and, and if you're a good customer, it'll say, yeah. Um, but if I don't know the owner of the store, I yeah. won't push it. Really? Yeah, it, it depends. I'll say, I'll, I'll friend, I'll, in a nice way, I'll just say, can we do any better than this? And if we can, great. And if we can't. What about at a show? Like, do you do the Sunday rule? Like, Sunday is usually the potato bargain? Yep. Do you, is that when you buy your books? Well, Terrific High, I don't really, haven't been that, like, plaintiff or anything. Um, yeah. Terrific High, I wait till like, like Bob Stevenson, I'll wait till like, the last day. And, and Bob will work with yeah. you? Okay. Because he wants to, they want to get rid of stuff. No, I did that last week at that New Hampshire show. I didn't buy books till the show ended at 5. I didn't start shopping until, like, 3. <laughs> and, but I had already scouted a couple books I wanted earlier in the day. When we got there, like, 12, and I was like, oh, I'm going back to that guy. And sure enough, they were still there. I wanted to get that Thor 112, but the guy wanted, like, 200 bucks. But then at the last hour, he said, everything's half off. And oh. I was like, ooh, really? $100 for that book? Maybe that's not such a bad price. Did you get it? No. I went and got, st I went and got the first Falcon. That oh, the guy wanted. Uh, yeah, the guy wanted, like, two-something, and then at the last minute, he dropped it to 100 and I took it. That's a great book to have. 
I'm surprised I never had it before. That's what kills me. It's like all these years, and you see it. I'm like, oh, that's the first Falcon. Now it's like, oh, that's the first Falcon. So the price is shot way up. I always found that one hard to find in really good good Yeah, yeah, me too. Because his costume's kind of shitty in the beginning. Honestly, it's that green green with the big gloves, with the the Falconer gloves. With the bird gloves. And he just, like, swung around on a rope. Yep. Which, like, that's it? That's when he was Snap Wilson. Yep. Like that hip jive character from the Harlem streets. <laughs> then he becomes Sam Wilson. Yeah, they played some interesting games with right? the line back then. <laughs> Snap Wilson. Dead air, dead air, dead air. No, I'm not Sorry, I was just looking because I know with the comic shop we're about to go up ahead. Okay. And I'm like just looking in there. Dead air. Thank you. DJ man Because that's what happens On the Chaz and AJ show We all look at each other And then you see Chaz's eyes Go dead air I'm like oh my god Just say something Okay something And we just start talking again Babbling about anything There are a lot of Dollar generals out here Oh my gosh You'll see a lot of Dollar corporals though There's even a dollar general In my in Morris Down here Trumbull we've got The five below Oh yeah we've got one Five below, and then there's uh, other stuff. Who's that on. guy? That chef? That there it is, right there. Hit, uh, recently here um, at that place. See the building we're about to go in this factory up on the right. This is the stop, the shop that we're headed to. But there's no signs. This is a shop. Yeah, it's around back. But there's probably no parking. You'll see that Superman sign. Oh, I see the Superman sign. It's yeah, and that says, and then the bar is right to, below. Okay, I've only brought one gun with me. Okay, no, but it's amazing that there's that much parking today. We're in Oakville now. It's We're in better. Oakville, Connecticut. We're about to go to Legends of Superheroes. Oh, proprietor is Bob Lyons, who's been doing this for 30 years. Oh, this is a free combo. And the people that won the cupcake uh, show are over here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And there's a brewery below it. And there's an old there's oil tank up there. everywhere around here. Yeah, it's the new thing that's around where here. That's the cupcake guys are. Yeah, there's the award-winning cupcake maker. Um, and I can only tell you they are that good. Oh, you've had them? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's like actually going to a bat cave. Yes, it is in the back. And here we are, another person that sells your Terrificon comics. I like the guys who are like, are you Mitch Halleck? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm always afraid to like answer, like, what's going to happen next? Boom. I'm serving you with the subpoena. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. We got you back. You're being sued for $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a spot, technically. Yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> actually in front of there, too. Uh, All right, we'll stop this now. There's only 12 minutes. I'll just string all the... All right, we're back on Endgame here. We're back. We just went to two comic shops, and we're talking Endgame. What did you say now, Scott? What did you think it was going to be? I was actually kind of surprised that we didn't get, at the end of Endgame, a, an appearance or a reference to the Fox Marvel movies, like the X-Men or the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. I heard people say, oh, at the end of this movie, there's going to be a, a, a teaser for the Fantastic Four movie, and I go, eh, I didn't think that was going to happen. I just thought maybe there'd be some sort of reference or a... You know, a shadowy appearance of four characters wearing blue costumes. Or even X-Men. Do you think they're reshooting this X-Men movie that comes out in June? Which I have no desire to go see. But I'm like, I guess I'll have to see it because they reshot the last third of the movie. But I go, I don't even, I know that girl's from Game of Thrones, but I don't watch Game of Thrones. So I'm like, the girl that's playing Jean Grey, the redhead. I'm like, so what? You know? It's the, those last several X-Men movies have been terrible. Well, the only reason why I heard that they have Magneto in them is because the contract says that Jennifer Lawrence only appears if they have the original guys in from first class. <laughs> oh, really? So that's why you have the professor, you have Magneto, and Jennifer Lawrence shows up. Without, if, the, if one of those three aren't in it, then the other three don't have to do it. Oh, so that's okay. why they keep throwing money. Because I'm like, 
you can tell she does not want to be in those movies yeah, anymore. No, no, in my own opinion, uh, was the first class movie was the last. That was the only decent one. That was, one. That was a good them. one. Yeah, that was a good. Even one. though the timelines um, kind of screwed up because I'm like, made, how old are they? They made a mess out of Apocalypse. And oh, just, Apocalypse was horrendous. Oh, Jerry's still here. Yeah, I fell asleep during the Apocalypse movie. Oh, you didn't miss it's, much. To me, it's all, I tried watching it on TV a couple weekends ago, and it was unwatchable. All right, we are back at Cave Comics. My this has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.